Hey guys, this is Just Go For It Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm your host, Pearson, with me and going forward is my co-host, Rachel. We today are going to be talking about um, a little bit of relationship-based, personal development kind of stories. Um, A lot of recent things I've been talking about with her is really kind of like how we really have it as well as we do, but not just that and kind of like how we got to where we are. So today is going to be kind of that, like looking inward and seeing what it takes to to have a balanced relationship, but not just that, because if you have a balanced relationship, typically you have a balanced, typically you have a balanced life and that kind of just snowballs into other things. So it's it's going to be another little wild one today, not really strict on a plan, but that's kind of the way this, this podcast is turning out to be is really just kind of fly by the seat of your pants and the, we get somewhere, we get somewhere. And uh, there's some ramblings. I do want to take a second, guys, to just thank you for coming out and listening today on New Year's Eve. So 2020 has been a great year, right? No. So uh, enjoy the night, guys. You know, make your New Year's resolutions and we can move forward. Uh, and then we can get on with the rest of the rest of the show. But yeah, so I'll throw it over to Rachel and she can kind of do her little intro and then we'll get started. Hi. That is a beautiful <laughs> intro. <laughs> This is part of the reason I have her on the show. Okay. So um, what I had mentioned just right there in the intro is that, like, I think that the way our relationship works as well as it does is because when before we got together, we kind of took some time to figure out, like, who we were. Like, I think I had spent a good bit of time, like, single. And for me, it was kind of figuring out, like, okay, I just went through a rough relationship. Now I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. And kind of like coming into myself and learning things I do like and don't like. And that kind of allowed me to to learn like what I had to offer, but also to learn like my personal value and kind of like how I felt like I could contribute to someone else's life. What do you think? Like, like how do you think that we, when we became a couple, like it worked as well as it did? Yeah, I think we both had gone through a lot of learning on what we want, who we want to be, and how to keep ourselves ourselves, ourselves happy um, in our own lives without relying on other people to make us happy and to, you know, always be pushing us. We had to find that determination within ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. I think that to be a, a successful member of a two-party couple, so it's two people, you have to be comfortable within yourself first. If you're always looking for someone else to like fulfill your, your needs to fill in the gaps of your personality, then on your own, you're an incomplete person. I think that you have to be a complete person and then find someone to add on to. So like, like when we got together, it wasn't like I was looking for you to complete me. I felt like I was pretty close to a complete person, but I was ready to share, like to share my life with you. And that I think it kind of allowed me to to grow more, to grow beyond where I was at that point. Yeah, I feel like we both really kind of had a strong hold on who we were. Yeah. But we were also willing to like figure each other out and to encourage each other to also be the best version of ourselves. Exactly. And I think too, so relating it to like the personal development and um, growth and development of this of the podcast too, it's like you're going to have to learn who you are to understand where you want to go. So just kind of relating to like our relationship, I feel like 
this is a really easy topic for us to talk about because we've done a lot of talking about it in the past and, and recently. Um, it's easy to to know where you want to go if you're familiar with where you are. So if you don't know where you are and like, like you don't have any goals set, you don't really have any plans, you don't really have any direction, it's kind of hard to set up a plan to to get somewhere if you don't know where to start from. So when we when we first started, we knew pretty well where we were and who we are in life. And it really didn't take a lot of communication to spending time together to discover like where we wanted to go and, and how we were going to get there, at least the steps to take. I mean, we didn't have an exact blueprint, you know, I don't think anyone ever does, but it gave us at least a good idea of a starting point to go somewhere. Right. And I feel like even though back when we first met, we felt like we had a pretty strong hold on who we were. I feel like we are still developing and growing and learning. And I think that we both really encourage each other to continue that process, whether it means we do it together or we have time when we do it separately. But mm-hmm. I know that we we both want to see that for each other, that we can keep doing and keep learning and, and keep growing separately and together. Exactly. No, I totally, I totally agree with that. It's, it comes back to just figuring out like who you are. And I agree that we're, we're still changing and still learning and still growing. And I think that comes down to understanding like where we are currently to, to understand where we want to go at least. And I think, so a lot of this podcast too, I talk about like, you know, optimizing your life and trying to find ways to squeeze more time out of the day. And it's, I guess just to use 2020 as an example, with the lockdown and the pandemic and everything that's been going on, it's been really hard to have a good perception of time. Like personally, I feel like at least this year has gone by both super quickly and really slowly. It was kind of like a a case of hurry up and wait. I mean, everyone was waiting for the lockdown to get done. Everyone's waiting for the um, vaccine to come out and it was waiting for lockdowns to end. And then it was waiting for the election to end. And now, we get to you know rush through the election process. Everything has been taking simultaneously a long time, and then no time at all. Like looking back, I guess looking back through my own memory, it was felt like just you know just a few days ago that we started this year, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's March and the pandemic is kind of like just ramping up, and like oh, we're locked down, and then oh, the lockdown's over, but it's been six months already. Oh, where did this entire year go? It just the blink of an eye. I feel like though we did cram a lot into this year. We used that entire lockdown. We got in such good shape. We were working out. You were doing school. We were working on the house. We were keeping kids entertained. It was (laughs) it was insane. And I think we I think we crammed a lot into this year. I think we did. I think though that that's not the case for everyone. I think that a lot of people just took that time to well, I'm just gonna just gonna sit down on the couch and drink, and it got dark real fast. But yeah, I feel like for us. So what what she's mentioning is, I actually took some time to take online classes into 3D design, and actually finished the course and and certified in the use of AutoCAD. So AutoCAD is a 3D um, designing software, computer software, which is super great. Um, unfortunately. Uh, you can't do anything with it because <laughs> everyone that wants to hire you wants you to have experience. And it's kind of that experience thing. Everyone wants in a job and you can't get experience if they don't hire you. So 
I won't really talk much more about that because it's the same thing that everyone looking for a job has ever said. It's like, I can't get experience if you don't hire me and I can't get a job if I don't have experience. So it's a stupid cycle. It goes back and forth. Basically, so unrelated, we're taking a detour. I see two ways of getting a job in the current market. Either one, you know someone who already works there and that's kind of your in. Like, hey, I know this guy. He works there. He's cool. And then a friend of a friend says, hey, my buddy just finished his course. We should hire him. Now you have your job, which one is not solely based on your abilities, but probably like more than half based on like the fact that you know somebody else who works there. The other option is you have like somehow an overpoweringly beautiful resume and you're eloquent and you say the right things and you have just the right number of certifications and the hiring manager is having a really, really good day or they're not there and someone else is taking their place and it's an accident and then you get the job that way. Well, there is a third option. There's a third option. You take a job that doesn't pay your bills, but it's a job that you, you know, is in your field and it's something that you might want to do. So then you got to do, you know, side hustle or who knows what. So she's talking about what we're doing right now. I took a job that in no way, shape or form benefits my personal goals, but it pays my bills. And here's the important part. Kind of. It <laughs> pays my bills. Kind of. Okay. It used to pay the bills, but this whole COVID thing. Yeah. It used to pay the bills. The hours were pretty banging. They were pretty good. But again, like it didn't actually benefit like my personal passion at all. So, but it, it allowed me, like I said before, it, my job allows me to do this. The days are usually short. They are not at all remotely, I mean, mentally challenging. Like it's pretty much I'm on autopilot while I'm there. So I mentally check out and then think about podcast stuff or I think about like personal training or I think about really anything at all. I listen to other podcasts. So in that sense, this job fulfills you know, basic needs. It provides me with some income. I get free food and I can think about other stuff, which I mean, that is kind of, that works. The other option that I was thinking about actually is you, you just like call or email the HR or the company, like an obsessive amount. <laughs> no, she's laughing. No. She's laughing. Hold on. There's logic to this. So trolling you back, get their attention. You, that's yeah, it's the important part. I was actually going to say something. So the 10x rule by Grant Cardone, right? Massive upfront effort. You want to massively fill their inbox and voicemail box, and no. it's okay if you show up no. at random, no. just to say hi, no. and then give them a paper resume. Worst case scenario, this is best best worst case is they just block your phone number and email. And then you won't get closure. You That's right. need closure. That's right. I'm very much a <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much a closure driven person. So if anyone out there in podcast line is listening to this, when I say I'm a closure driven person, if you reach out to me, I have to contact you back. I have to have closure. But also if I ask you a question, <laughs> and you don't get back to me think about what he just said i'm gonna contact you relentlessly spamming you... the inbox <laughs> so if i if by some shape way or form someone hires me as their personal trainer you'll never stop hearing from me <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna whip them into shape basically yeah 
So, side note, I am hiring. I'm hireable as a personal trainer at yeah. some point soon, for very soon. Yeah. Our program's launching on the first. Super excited about that. Uh, I'm getting some details out on our social right now. We do have a Strava page up and running. We do have a Facebook page up and running. If you get there right now before the first, they're not so pretty. I don't have like all the de- all my special graphics up yet. I'm working on those and getting those out pretty soon. But yeah, so that's 2020 getting a job with no experience. There's a couple of good ways. Or there's the take a job not in your field and then pursue your desire, your passion on the side hustle. Well, and actually, I was saying you take a job in the field that you want, but it just won't pay. That's what I was saying. Oh, that's wait. Yeah, that was my third option. That was is, your third? Is I you missed just, it. You basically get homeless. That is that sounds like a terrible option. I don't Yeah, that's do. why we haven't taken that one yet. <laughs> oh, oh no, I catch your drift. Okay, what she's saying is a good idea if you don't have like a family and obligations or you know, like you need to eat. Yeah. All good things though. All good things. Or if you don't have any other plans for, you know, personal development. Yeah. Which we do. So we're we're not a rabbit hole there. Gonna bring it back. Um Light at the end of the tunnel. Relationships, relationships, personal <laughs> development. So, s- stacking on top of what we were saying earlier, to to kind of put yourself in the best position to move forward, I think you almost have to take a step backward. Now, in, in that Sometimes. sense, I think what I mean is, or I think kind of what I've got rolling around in my head is that, like, understanding where we are right now. So, myself and Rachel, where we are in our current situation. We've taken steps back. So we spent money. We're investing time and effort into our side hustles, which eventually we want to be our main hustle, our primary goal. So it's like we're going backward to go forward. So for me to do that, basically, I'm investing time in this podcast, which I greatly enjoy. I super am excited. And every day I want to do this. It's a lot of fun talking with Rachel, talking with other people this year's over getting a chance to talk to people who I would never have usually had a chance to talk with about things that I am passionate about, about physical training and bettering yourself and moving forward in life. And those things bring me joy. They bring me happiness, but go ahead. It's about making connections about who, you know, it's who, you know, so I'm, I'm taking the time to, it's, I'm spending a lot of my quote unquote energy on the upfront to have a better reward on the backside to to get to where I want to get to long term. And I think that that's kind of when you're going through something, you're going to have to look you're going to have to look back at where you've been and what you're willing to do to get to where you want to be. And and I think at that point when you've gone through those things, you can really really appreciate the where you are. You can really appreciate the reward. And I kind of like how talking about relationships, how we support each other through that time. Like when you really wanted to get started and I surprised you with the first microphone, which unfortunately wasn't as good as the one you have now, but like just being there to support each other and to say, Hey, I've got your back. You know, it's nice to have that in each other so that we can, I think that pushes us to develop further sometimes. It does. I agree. And I think when you got me that first mic, which is actually directly behind me, I still use that mic. I still like that mic a lot. I use it for streaming. But 
it was kind of one of those things of that learning experience of like, okay, well, what is a good mic? How is that going to come through, you know, through the computer, through podcasting? And another shout out to Blue Yeti. These guys should sponsor me by now. I talk about them all the time. <laughs> this mic is great. It's like maybe a little bit bigger than the other one. But it, the sound quality is just astounding. Like, I'm actually not very close to the mic right now. It's on my desk, and I'm, like, sitting comfortably back in my chair. And Rachel is actually on the other side of the mic, also sitting comfortably back in her chair. It's not like we're leaning forward right on it. And it still manages to pick up our voice with clear sound and clear quality. So, again, go buy, go buy a Blue Yeti mic. It's totally worth it. Unrelated, yes, supporting each other is... It's, it's a big deal, and I think sometimes, like for me personally, I'm going to trail back to something else for a second. When I used to lift, like lift weights and exercise, and I did a little bit of bodybuilding, I did that on my own. I really trained not always intentionally without a, a spotter or a lifting partner, um, but what that does, if anyone out there is exercising or lifting, it puts you in a no-fail scenario. So when you're lifting alone, on one hand, it is unsafe. On the other hand, there is a no fail scenario. Like if you begin a lift, you must complete the lift because you're alone. There's no one to help you get out of it safely. So it, it puts you in a situation where you really have to look inward and like, okay, well, how hard are you willing to push this? How hard are you willing to work? You know, also you have to take calculated risks and you have to take ego out of the scenario. And a lot of times, I would think I could perform something and I would have to kind of check myself like, okay, I am alone. There's nobody here. You know, if I, if I can't perform this lift with good form and properly and safely, I'm going to hurt myself or get stuck. And understanding how to create that sense of like, almost like a sense of mortality. Like eventually we all die. Eventually something goes wrong. Eventually you'll be in a situation that you can't control. And learning how to see those situations before they arise and how to correct and how to, you know, make the best choices and make take the best steps to get yourself out of those situations is an invaluable skill to have going forward in life, in business, in exercise, in pretty much anything you do is to kind of have that um, almost like a sixth sense of, you know, what if and kind of bringing that back to to us, what I feel like when you support me and you buy me a mic on a thought, an idea that I was like, okay, I think I want to do this. And then you buy me a mic. It's like, oh, okay. It's, you know, it's, it's hitting it. We got to go. Let's do it now. And it puts me in that same, like no fail mentality of it's do or die. You know, you bought me a mic and financially we've never been like well off. We're, we're okay. I mean, we get by, we pay the bills, but it's not like we're taking, you know, marvelous vacations every year. So I feel like if she believes in me strongly enough to invest the time and, you know, the time of looking for a mic, finding a mic, buying a mic, it is now my obligation to fulfill this and to do this. And I have to dive in with my 100% full conviction to this task and I got to make it work. And usually usually it works out because we're both equally stubborn and i find a way to make it work <laughs> but i feel like that's something that i want to to convey to everyone listening have a no fail mentality 
learn how to put yourself in situations where you don't need to have a plan B. Because especially with seeing how everything's happened in 2020, um, you're going to be in a situation some point where there's no plan B. It's do or die. You got to go. You got to make it happen. I feel like, especially with where I am currently in my current job, I know there's no plan B. There's no next step. It's what I'm doing currently is as far as I've been told what I'll be doing for as long as I stay there with a minimal increase in pay. That's it. No fail. I got to get out because I'm the type of person who I do not do well uh, with a feeling of being stagnant. It's it's uh, toxic to my personality. I, I got to go. I got to change. I got to move. I got to grow. And putting myself in a no-fail scenario and putting myself into a situation where I have to make a change is typically, in past experiences and most of my past endeavors, is when I make the most progress the quickest. So that is something that I want to leave with you guys, of just learning what a no-fail mentality is and how to harness that to, to really take what you want to do um, in the next 10 years and get it done in the next six months. What do you think? I think that is a really valid point. And I love the way you think. And that's why I love listening to you when you do your podcast because it reaches to me and I'm hearing it and I'm feeling it myself. You feel it? You feel, the, feel it. Feel the fire. I feel it in my jellies. Oh, movie <laughs> reference. Feels in it. Feels it. She. <laughs> So I'm just going to jump in for a second. Yeah, we're drinking again. We have a bar in our basement that we're trying to not empty because that's unrealistic, but we're just going to get rid of a couple things. So our next couple episodes will probably, I record them all at night. Um, they're probably going to have an extra pizzazz into it just because that's just. Yeah. We always have pizzazz whether we're drinking or not. Let's be real. God, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so the the program, the no fail mentality, um, I've got to find a catchier way to say that. But I think that's actually that's that's kind of the way it is, that no fail mentality of, you know, think, OK, take whatever passion, whatever goal, whatever dream or drive you have right now. Take your five year plan. Right. If you had one year to live, how do you complete your five year plan? What steps do you take tomorrow, tonight, today, in the next 30 minutes that move you closer to your goal? You're going to, you got to live that way. Not to sound grim, but it's clear we're all humans. Nobody makes it out alive. You, no one makes that out Exactly. No one makes it out alive. It's clear at some point you will die. And what is also guaranteed, nothing you have here is coming with you. So make what you can do, make all the things you have with you experiences, invest in experiences, invest in time, invest in things in health, in health with your family. And it's, it's the moments that you have that you cherish that are going to stick with you. You know, so if you've got a five-year plan to take your wife on a vacation, how can you make that five-year plan a one-year plan? If you get a 10-year plan to set up a college fund for your kids, how do you do it in three in two years? How how do you take your plans 
and put them on the forefront of your mind. Because if you have a plan, you have a plan for a reason because it's important to you. If you keep pushing it off, it's not important to you. It's not going to happen. Take your plans, the ones you value most, the ones that are important to you, make them happen today. You know, push for it, guys. Put yourself in a no-fail mentality. Put yourself in a situation where there's no plan B. Put yourself in a situation where you absolutely have to go forward. And, and that's how you get there. No one's going to chase your dreams or pursue your passion or give you your vacation for you. If you want something, you have to chase it with a relentless, fiery passion. Otherwise, it's just a dream. And what happens with at the end of every dream? You wake up. You wake up and you don't have it. Chase your dreams and that's all. That's all. I feel like that's a pretty good way to end an episode. Chase your dreams. No fail. Establish a no fail mentality, and and make it happen. Just go for it, guys. Just go for it. Just go for it. So that's going to be the show for today. This one, I feel like this is a pretty good episode. Yeah. Uh, with my now official co-host mm-hmm. Rachel from Darling Soco mm-hmm. on Etsy and Instagram and everywhere else social because TikTok. That's, that's what TikTok. Tickety-tock. I don't do any like sweet dances yet. You don't do sweet dances? No. We're going to make her put up a sweet dance video soon. You know, I'll be a part of it. You know how I'm going to be a part of it? I'm going to hold the camera. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the show, guys. If you want to reach out to me, currently the best way is on Instagram. Just go for it. Podcast, all one word. Join the transformation program and an emphasis on program. It's not a challenge. Challenges are short-lived. Programs are for life. So join this program. It's going to set you up to, to get into a better mentality, to set yourself up for goals down the road, change your fitness, change your health, change your mindset. Um, you can get a hold of Rachel at all the previously mentioned socials, Darling Soko um, on Etsy, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. If you want to reach out to her, I do want to get a official website for the show up and running just so we can kind of get everything all in one spot for like emails, requests, episodes, everything's all kind of together. We'll work on that. Um, but we're, we're still growing. The numbers are still going up. Analytics are looking awesome. So again, yeah, if you guys want to reach out, have any questions, anything like that, uh, that's where you find us. Have a great day. Peace. Bye. <laughs>